0: Who shall bring in charge against God's elect, when it is God who justifies, that is, who puts us in right relation to himself? Who shall come forward and accuse or impeach those whom God has chosen? Will God, who acquits us? Who is there to condemn us? Will Christ the Messiah? Who died, or rather who was raised from the dead, who is at the right hand of God actually pleading as he intercedes for us? Hi y'all, it's your regular podcast host Elizabeth, and this is Sassy Podcast. When I read this scripture, I immediately remembered all those times I felt unworthy to be called a child of God. And all the people that seemed to convince me that I I wasn't qualified enough to enjoy the dividend of salvation. I don't know your story. Neither do I know your past. I don't care how clean, nor how dirty you were before you met Christ. I just want to remind you to live the past, certainly in the past. You know, the only usefulness your past can have as far as I'm concerned is, you know, that is, if you have given your life to Christ, it's not condemnation, nor guilt, but basically as testimony, the testimony is like, I was blind and now I can see. The testimony is like, if God could deliver me from this, then I have full assurance that He will deliver me and deliver you from that. Testimonies like I am what I am by the grace of God. Yes. Those kinds of testimonies. Have you ever had experiences where people or fellow Christians looked down on you and judged you based on what they knew of your past or because of their superior knowledge of God and made you feel like You can never qualify for heaven? I have. Have you ever by your own self looked down on you and thought you'd never finish this Christian race? I definitely have. Today's message is not for everybody. I feel strongly that someone needs to hear this timely message. Thank God for how far he's brought you. Don't look down on anyone. Look, until you have walked in their shoes, you most likely do not know what they have been through. Don't look down on yourself. Jesus literally went through hell to buy you the assurance of salvation. He paid a very dear price. In fact, Isaiah 53.5 contemporary amplified version shows us that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon Him. And with the strife that wounded Him, we are healed and made whole. God is not mad at you there. All His anger was spent on the cross. Right now as we speak, Jesus is making intercessions for us, as it is written in Romans 8.33-34 and 38-39, Contemporary Amplified Version. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect when it is God who justifies, that is, who puts us in right relations to himself? Who shall come forward and accuse or impeach those whom God has chosen. Will God, who acquit us, who is there to condemn us? Will Christ Jesus, the Messiah, who died, or rather, who was raised from the dead, who is at the right hand of God, actually pleading as an intercessor for us? For I am persuaded beyond doubt, I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels. No principalities, no things impending and threatening, no things to come, no powers, no height, no depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Wow, hallelujah. This is awesome news. Thanks for listening. God bless you.